0: people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round, get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on, cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah.
1: Y'all, hi everyone! Welcome to Smut Club. I'm Hannah. I'm Chelsea. How you doing today? <laughs> you know, great, wonderful. How are you? You know, I think I'd been asking our listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just decided that you meant me.
1: I meant everyone. It, I guess it was the colloquial "we." How we doing today? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How's everyone doing today? Mm. Um, not necessarily related to this. I saw a TikTok earlier this week. Where someone was like, can a white girl with a nose ring tell me what planets are making me sad right now? <laughs> and it cuts to a girl, and she's like, Earth. Earth <laughs> is what's making you sad right now.
0: Oh! And as a white
1: girl with a nose ring, with Can't multiple confirm. nose rings, I was like, shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. So— Let's just jump right in today. We, uh... What do we got? We have Three Simple Rules by Nikki Sloan. Okay. Um, It's the first Nikki Sloan book I had read. I've read several since. I'd say it's probably my favorite that I had read of hers. Um, There is plot. Yeah. What a a refreshing change. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there is plot. Um, There's also a lot of not plot. So... There are parts of my outline that I was, like, dying laughing at. I was like, listen, it's a chapter and a half of sex. Sure. Like, I'm like, it's 28 straight pages of descriptive language. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> so we are still meeting expectations for our audience.
1: Yes. it's It definitely qualifies as smut. Um, we aren't here for the great storytelling. <laughs> Although some books we've read have great storytelling. Very true. You know, and jury's out. We'll go through this one, see how we feel ultimately about the level of storytelling. We open with Evelyn. 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 Okay. Um, goes by Evie. Really, only her best friend can call her Evie. No one else, like everyone else calls her Evelyn. So like, depending on how close you are to her, mm-hmm. you, you can call her Evie. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I feel the same with like Chelsea and when people call me Chels. Like there are people that I'm like I don't know you. Maybe you don't call me Chels. Sure, right. Sure. I'd, that probably happens less with Hannah.
2: Yeah, nobody calls me Han.
1: No. No one's ever like, hey Han Han. No, I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> and Your face was immediate <laughs> regret.
2: Oh man, no, no one has ever said hey Han Han. Well, to my me. my
1: other thought was. It's still it's still two syllables. It is. Yeah, so, so there
2: it's not shortened. It's not helping anyone.
1: Um I I knew a guy in grad school named Samer and he once met someone and he was like, "Yeah, what's up, man? My name's Samer." And the dude was like, "Oh, short for Sam?" And he was like, "I didn't know how to respond to that." <laughs> That's magnificent.
2: Short for Sam. Right. No, there really aren't any good nicknames for Hannah that are short it's all hannah banana or hannah montana or whatever
1: so we went to our niece's um like disney spectacular chorus performance it was like an hour and a half of middle school chorus performances
2: i'm sorry Um, that happened to you
1: some of them you were like yes slay you are killing this and there are others that you're (laughs) like there are just 50 of you on stage not knowing what the hell anyone is up to right now. Stay in school, kiddos. But it was funny because when I think Disney Spectacular, I think all of the classics. Right. Um, And, like, they had, like, a Hannah Montana number and, like, Camp Rock, I think. I don't know. I'm not – I don't know the, the, the Disney of the youths, if you
2: will. <laughs> We're not hip to the jive of what the kids are doing with Disney
1: nowadays. No. I was like, oh, they have songs? I guess we're we're listening to him. But yeah, the, the little girl who had the Hannah Montana solo did like so great and it was really endearing. And then there was like a lyrical dancer behind her that looked nice. like she was doing an audition for So You Think You Can Dance. And I was like, you are this is very impressive mm. for middle school. Um, not all of it was something I could say that about. <laughs> so Fair enough. So we back have back to three simple rules. Evelyn. We have Evelyn, Evie two are friends, not Hannah Montana. Um, she's out with her best friend Peyton, who is self-described, maybe not self-described, I don't know, this book, y'all. Um, as a hooker with a heart of gold. Good for her. Yeah. So they're out to eat. And um Peyton is a hooker with a heart of gold. And Evelyn is very much like, she's like this exotic escort, and I'm mousy brown and like I'm pale in comparison next to like just in that like. Way that I feel like every girl describes herself at the start of a smut book. Yeah. Like, girl, have some confidence. Like,
2: I'm too curvy, or I'm too skinny, or I'm too pale, or my hair's too curly, or
1: whatever. it's always like, my hair's not quite curly, and it's not quite straight. So what is it? I have questions. Also, just just style it. Right. They make a mousse for that. (laughs) They make (laughs) heating tools, like... (laughs) There are, like, so many different things you can do.
2: I have several non-heat, no-heat curling methods. Just DM me or something. I'll send you a YouTube video. I might
1: also DM you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you a YouTube video. Perfect.
1: All right. So Hooker with a Heart of Gold is the best friend Peyton, and then Evelyn is our main girl. She's like, I'm kind of nondescript and mousy brown. I'm like, whatever. Like, I just like pale in comparison. Next, my best friend. So she is a graphic designer at a marketing company um and she has this like douchey asshole boss logan who had gotten promoted and kind of like became a tyrant and is like a dick and makes people cry and everyone hates him um so evelyn gets a project back from print that she's been working on and is like so excited and then when she sees the final prints she's like shit they got like the legal warning label wrong on it she's like oh, it was the no. placeholder that i had been using and I didn't check at first and like, shit, now they have to reprint all of this. And it's going to be like thousands of thousands and thousands of dollars. So she's like, fuck, I don't know what to do. So she goes and like asks like tell Logan which she's like super like nervous and scared about. And then she's like, she really wants to move up in this company. And so she's like trying to take ownership. And she's like, okay, you know what? I own that I fucked up this project and I'm going to spend my own money to get these things reprinted. Because we can't ask the client to absorb that cost, right? Right. And so Logan is like, cool, that's gonna be like roughly 10 grand or like 12 grand or like some very, Um, yes, not low number. So then she thinks of her best friend Peyton, who's like been offering her, and she's like, hey, like if you ever need money, like come work with me. And so my favorite line is she's like, all right, I'm gonna like save the project. I'm about to become a whore. That feels like it, it escalated real quick. Everything in this book escalates real quick. There's no de-escalation. <laughs> it's just like, oh, we're doing this. So she calls her best friend, Peyton, and is like, hey, I'm going to take you up on it. I don't mm-hmm. think, like, I'm probably not going to do this long term, but it's like maybe like a one night only. And so Peyton's like, yeah, I'll Baby, take Baby, how much do you think you're making? It's a very exclusive sex club, Hannah. Okay. Okay. Uh, very exclusive. For one night of work. All right. Well, so we learned some details about this club along the way as well. Um, we learn, as I said, it's very exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there's a membership fee, and the girls are blindfolded. And so it's like you're strapped down on the table. You're blindfolded. You don't know who you're fucking. They come in. You have, like, a sales assistant who's kind of, like— Handling the bids. And so I, but I also think like being a one night only would like
2: increase your value. Yeah. Mm. You're an exclusive, right? Right. I don't know how much people normally pay for these things. (laughs) Don't either, but I'm pretty sure 10 grand is a bit much.
1: So I'm inclined to agree, but Nikki Sloan is not. So (laughs) that's how we ended up here. Fair enough. Um, Evie calls Peyton and is. Like, hey, I, I need in. And Peyton's like, okay, so she takes Evie to her guy, her pimp almost. I don't what manager? Manager? Yeah. Let's go with manager. Manager. Um, for an audition. And so what does an audition for this entail? You have to give Joseph, the pimp manager, a blowjob.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> What a job for Joseph. What a hardship.
1: I mean, if they're bad at it, it might be. They use too much teeth. <laughs> I was gonna, I
2: almost said, is there any such thing as like a bad blowjob? And then I was like, yeah, probably too much teeth would
1: do it. Um, I also in college, there was a guy that there was like a group of us hanging out and he was talking about how like one time a girl gave him a blowjob and she like actually thought that just meant blow on it. Um, so she was just like <laughs> blowing air on his dick.
2: Oh, I stand corrected. So, like, teeth and just some. Don't ever do that shit again. (laughs) Don't ever do that shit
1: again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Joseph, the pimp manager, gets a blowjob. No, there was a gentle breeze
2: on my fucking face.
1: Well, so unlike Joseph, I don't think that elicited the response we were going for. <laughs> I'm so sorry about the gentle breeze. And now I'm very aware of my breath and like feeling very insecure about that. So So tell me about Joseph. Honestly, my only line is Joseph the pimp manager, blowjob audition. <laughs> There's not more details, but I guess okay. it went well enough because then I'm like, okay, we needed to give you a makeover to get you ready. So then Joseph's like, go see my girl at the spa and the salon and like She gets her hair done and her makeup done and is like looking good. I don't really know why you need your makeup done if you're gonna be wearing a blindfold, but that's neither here nor there. Um so we also around this time learn about one of her, about one of Evelyn's best friends, Blake, who like they've always kind of like they've had that like will they, won't they tension, but it's always been bad timing, and he has a girlfriend. And so she's telling him that she fucked up at work um, and that. She's going to whore herself out on Saturday to make up for this money. Mm-hmm. Um, we also find out that, like, they hooked up on New Year's Eve. They, like, made out. He still had a girlfriend at that time. Oops. Yeah, Blake is a douche canoe. He's going to be a douche canoe this entire book. We're just so going that now.
2: Is this a reverse harem?
1: No. Okay, okay. Just setting the
2: stage for myself. Okay. <laughs>
1: just wanted to set my expectations accordingly did yeah. has my description thus far not given you great expectations of what to look forward to
2: i don't i don't know what my expectations are but now at least i know not to expect a reverse harem i know what not to expect
1: there's a lot that you shouldn't expect with this one
2: well, keep going. Well, okay.
1: So, yeah, we we have the friend Blake, and she tells him about the plans to whore herself out on Saturday night. Also, I, like, really don't love the word whore or, like, being like, and she's whoring herself out. It was used in the book, which is why I'm using mm. it. Um, I just felt like I needed to give that as, like, a little, like,
2: yeah. side
1: note. Yeah. Um. So everything is going according to plan. Peyton and Evelyn show up at the club on Saturday night. Um, Guess who's outside of the club? Blake. Blake. Yep. And Blake is, like, trying to talk her out of it and then, like, drops that he's in love with her. He still has a girlfriend. And so he's like, I love you. Don't do this. If you do this, it'll ruin us. I'm like, what us, bro? You have a girlfriend. You
2: asshat. There is no us, babe.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know.
2: Like also, are you gonna give me ten grand right now? Like mind your business?
1: That is the other side of it, right? is she's like, I'm not doing this because I've just always wanted to try it. There's a financial means to an end here um so at the club, they meet up with Joseph and Evelyn gives him the signed contract, and in the contract, it has all like the check boxes of like what she like will and won't do and what she's okay with on like the very exhaustive list she's checked like two things that she's okay with. And then she's like, wait, give it back. And she checks, like, one more. We don't really know what was checked. She's just checked, say, like, what three she, things. What is she checking? I mean, we kind of, we, we learn a little. Mm. Well, actually, we learned two out of the three. i I'm. We might have learned the third. Honestly, I skimmed parts of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, as, like, as I had said before, some of these sex scenes are, like, real long. In a way where I'm like, we get it. <laughs> like what what was the the 69 bottles book that had like oh, no yeah, plot yeah, yeah. they're like this has more plot than that but there's definitely moments where I'm like okay we get it let's move on um yeah so Evelyn checks a few more boxes of things that she's willing to do and then they get her all ready in a little robe and then she meets Tara the sales assistant who's going to be there and Tara's like I forget exactly what it was but it was like if I mention sports it means he's like attractive Mm -hmm. and if I like talk about traffic it means I think we can get more money or it's like things like that that she's just Mm -hmm. kind of prepping her for um and then Tara gets her in the room all settled on like they're like it's not a bed in the room it's like a they almost describe it as like a surgical table that had like a leather top on it okay and drawers underneath that were filled with like Sex toys. Yeah, or, like, condoms and, like, all of—so— hmm It sounded like a kind of sterile but cozy environment? Intimate environment? Those are mutually
2: exclusive, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like sterile and cozy are mutually exclusive.
1: Well, I'm like, you could—just, like, a doctor's bed with a leather top— Sounds not cozy, but then I'm like, I guess with, like, the lighting is dimmed, maybe it feels different. I mean, I guess if
2: there's stuff on the walls and, like, you know, I guess it could be made to feel more plush than, yeah, yeah. an exam table. I think I
1: got cut up on the wrong details. (laughs) (laughs) I think think you might be right. (laughs) (laughs) So they get her on the table and blindfolded, and it's, like, Velcro straps holding her down. And, like, one guy comes in, and they're, like, they think they can get some more money out of him. Then he's really just kind of, kind of window shopping and wants to, like, um. see all of the girls who are available that night. And then it's, like, a long time before someone comes in. And Evelyn's, like, does it normally take this long? And Tara's, like, no, but a non-member has requested to put a hold on you. And Evelyn's, like, is that a thing that happens? And Tara's, like, not really. That's why it's taking a long time, because <laughs> no. we don't really know what's happening here.
2: So, is it Blake or Logan? I'm
1: not going to tell you yet, Hannah. Fine, fine, fine. We're blindfolded. We're blindfolded. Um, Dude comes in. Tara's like, he is very attractive. Like, just... Super sporty. Yeah. Like, says whatever the initial thing is, and Mm -hmm. then is kind of like, yeah, that's just what I say to let her know someone is very (laughs) good-looking. Just, like, owns it in the room. And then is like, would you like a taste? And they're like, scoot down on the table. And so, he licks her and then he's like I'd ra- I, no 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 that's not what happened Tara's like would you like a taste swoops her own finger in to Evelyn's bits gets some juices and then like lets him lick them and then the dude is like I'd rather drink straight from the tap which is a line that I fucking hated the look on your face says you feel the same way I'm not a fan of that. Whole exchange, if I'm honest. Well, and so then she's like, okay, you can, like, drink from the tap. And so then, like, during these negotiations, it, like, they start, they're like, 20 grand. And he's like, I was thinking nine. They're like, 15 grand. He's like, 10. They're like, how about 12 grand? And at this point, Evelyn is enjoying herself so much while blindfolded that she's like, 12 grand sounds great. That's as much as I needed to cover all my debts. Let's do this shit. And Tara's like, we could get more money. And she's like. I'm in the throes of passion. He wanted to drink from the tap. Let's Stop do this. Stop
2: saying that. It's not necessary anymore. Please. Oh. Oh, God.
1: What? That's the line that does it for you? Like, that's that's the limit of all of the shit we've said on this podcast so far. <laughs> that's where you're like, Chelsea, I draw a hard boundary here. I don't know. Something about it feels very wrong. So she's blindfolded. She doesn't know who it is. They give her a great orgasm. And then then the person who gave her the great orgasm is like, I have some rules. I have three rules. Um, no asking questions, rule number one. Rule number two is you answer all of my questions, honestly. And rule number three is you don't come without my permission.
2: Mm. I hate all of those rules. Carry on.
1: Which rule do you hate the most?
2: Um, well, it's the combo of one and two. I can ask questions, but you can't. I don't like that. That's fair.
1: I don't like that. Is it, does it change in this situation? Because I don't like those rules as a whole. But I, No, I
2: don't think it would matter the situation. I would be like, um, no, I'm not going to answer anything. If you're going to be like that. But that's probably just because I'm an obstinate person. What? You I know. know. I know. Most people consider me to be very agreeable, but honestly, they're wrong.
1: Well, Evelyn's just having such a great time <laughs> that she's like, I. she eagerly accepts all these rules. She's like, yes, yes, yes. I agree to all of these rules. And at least three times in the book, twice in this scene, he says, do you like having my big cock in your pussy? Okay. And she's like, "Yes, I, she has to answer do, all the c- questions honestly. Exactly, you can't lie about that. You agreed to the three. There's only three rules. Three simple rules. What was that? Well, that sitcom a long time ago for dating? Oh my, my God, for dating my teenage yes. daughter. Was it three simple rules? Eight,
2: I, eight, eight simple, simple rules. rules. It was eight simple rules. I think that's where Kaylee Kawoko got her. Start. Yeah. And um, John, what's his name? Never mind. It doesn't matter.
1: It's not relevant at all. My husband will add it to the show notes. It's (laughs) fine. Um, So he's like, yeah, do you like having my big cock in your pussy? And he, I'm like, bro, we get it. You're well endowed. But also, in my head, I'm like, does he doth protest too much? Like, you keep saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you trying to convince, babe? Right. And like everyone in the book is like, his cock is so big. I'm like, we get it. Like, I think that's a lot of this book. I'm like. We get it, <laughs> and so when she says yes, I am enjoying your your big cock and my pussy. He's like, then I think it's time to lose the blindfold. So he whips off the blindfold. Now is your moment, Hannah. It's Logan.
2: Oh my stars! I kind of figured.
1: Yeah, well, I we would have thought maybe, maybe like Blake would have done something differently if, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because he he. Tried to shoot a shot out in the parking lot, and it didn't work. So I don't imagine that you're suddenly like, well, I have 10 grand burning a hole in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Let's see how this goes. So Logan takes off the blindfold, and then she's like, oh, my gosh, what? But, like, he's already inside her and still just, like, pounding away. Um, And then she comes, but Hannah— she did so without permission. You, you guessed it. She broke rule number three so soon. He just explained that.
2: <laughs> we literally just talked about this, Edie. Get your shit together.
1: Yeah, so she comes, and then he's like, I didn't approve that. So then he turns her over and spanks her. Hmm. Um, but, like, Tara has to help with, like, redoing the wrist straps because she was on the bed. Um Awkward. On the medical, on the leather medical table, Awkward. not the bed. Awkward. Um,
2: I wonder how much money Tara makes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to know. How much do you have to get paid for that? Yeah, like, what's your cut of it? Yeah. Is it like being a, a busser or a bartender where you get a cut of the server's tips at the end of the night? Like, you get a percentage of their sales? Because I feel like you should. Because she sold hard.
1: Did she? Because she was like, Evelyn, you can make
2: way more money. But that's what I'm saying. She was selling hard. Evie's the one that backed out or backed down. I guess she didn't back out.
1: Well, and I, like, honestly don't remember. I think, like, Evelyn, like, needed 10 grand. So, with the cut that, like, the club would take, like, she needed to make 12 grand for however much she'd actually be able to take home. I don't remember the numbers. Maybe it it was 9 grand. Who the fuck cares? Um, So she gets spanked, which was on the approved list. That is something that we learn was on the approved list. Got it. Somewhere in the scene, honestly, I don't quite remember where, um, Logan, like, is, like, about to, like, go for her ass. And she's like, oh, I don't think I'm ready for that. And then he's like, you did mark that you were okay with anal on the list. And she's like, but I don't think I am. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Never mind then. Honestly, for the amount of money you're paying, I would feel gypped. (laughs) Like... Be pretty agitated.
2: I probably would have cut two grand off the top if I had known that your ass was off-limits.
1: Right? Like, here's the thing. Because it was already agreed upon in the pricing. You're changing the rules post-pricing.
2: Not cool, man.
1: And not at that price point. I mean, maybe probably not at any price point. But, like, that's a decent amount of money.
2: Maybe for Logan, he doesn't care. Maybe he has so much money that it's like,
1: whatever. Whatever. We learn that he doesn't, but we'll get to that. Oh, dear. Yeah, so he spanks Evie, and then they're still going at it. And then all of a sudden, like, she hears him, like, say, like, oh, like, you're being a bad girl or something like that. And then she looks in the corner. Tara's still there (laughs) through all of this. (laughs) Tara's masturbating in the corner over how hot it is with everything they're doing. Hmm. And so then he's like, do you want to come join us? And she's like, looks at Evie, and she's like, can I come join you? Um, and she's like, sure, I don't know, I've never done this before, but like my body's not telling me no, so sure, let's try it. And so she comes and joins him on the table, but then is like, hey, Logan man, like if like Tara's like, if you touch me, it's a lot of money. Only she can touch me. So then, well, Evie is bent over the table, and Logan is railing her from behind. Tara removes her panties, sits on the table, scoots down, Mm -hmm. and then Logan coaches Evie through eating out Tara. Okay. Who, like, apparently it's, like, a really great experience for everyone. Everyone gets an intense orgasm. Well, that's good. And then Logan is like, I would have paid 20 for you, and takes off. And, like, Evie's like, wait, wait, like, we need to talk about this. You're my boss. And, like, tries to follow him, and Tara's like, once they go to the payment room, you can't follow them. So, like, come with me. We'll get you cleaned up, and we'll get you your money, and you can be on your way. Awkward. Yeah. A lot of it is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gathering that. Yeah. So, Evie leaves the club. Both Blake and Logan are outside at this point. And she's, like, Blake realizes that, like, Logan was probably the dude Evie was just with. He doesn't necessarily realize it's her boss. But, like, Evie, like, has to kind of get between them and Mm -hmm. mediate. And then Peyton is out there as well with Evie. And, like, Blake just, like, starts insulting Peyton and is like, fuck you, whore. I'm like, "Nope, Blake, you are such an asshole. Nobody likes you. No one likes you. Maybe your girlfriend.
2: Although probably not even her at this point if she knew half the shit he was doing.
1: Right. Yeah. I just – he's like an ongoing character that's like a bug bite where I'm just like, Mm. oh, you just – we're still there. (laughs) That's annoying. Yeah. That's how I felt the entire time. Um, Evie ends up leaving with Logan and they're like, we should talk. And so he's like, I'll come with me. So they go back to his place. And on the drive, he was like, yeah, well, I wanted to ask you out, like, before I got promoted, but I thought you had a boyfriend, because she had a framed picture of her and Blake on the desk. And she's like, no, like, Blake isn't my boyfriend. He's never been my boyfriend. He's just a good friend. He's dating someone. And she's like, no one at work would care if we dated. And Logan's like, well, they would if I promoted you. And you're like, oh, Mm. okay. So we kind of see what happened. They get back to Logan's place. My notes literally say, they fuck all night she sleeps over.
2: Well, that's nice.
1: I mean, I figured that was maybe better than, like, just giving you the 30 pages worth of detail of their sexual escapades.
2: Yeah, I don't feel like I need more. I feel like the description that we had of the first round was enough for me to understand what we're dealing with.
1: Yeah, and this time Tara's not in the room. (laughs) Tara did not go home with them. What a refreshing change. So. Evie sleeps over, and then in the morning, Logan's mom is at his place. Nope. And was, like, cleaning, and then is, like, oh, you must be the girlfriend he, like, hadn't told me about. Or, like, that he hadn't let me meet yet. And and Evie's standing there, and, like, she's, like, what is happening? Oh, my gosh. Like... I don't know what to say. And then Logan comes out from, like, the bedroom behind her. And he's like, yes, this is, the, this is her, the girlfriend that I hadn't let you meet yet. And then he's even more like, what the hell is going on? I am not your girlfriend. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Um, and so when he's like, yes, this is her, then his mom goes, nice to meet you, Evelyn. And she's like, she knows my name. <laughs> Holy
2: shit. Okay, so Logan wasn't just like sort of into her like i want to take her for coffee this is like creepy
1: level we do get more context we just don't quite have it yet but it is one of those things that i'm like the awkwardness i can't imagine it's like an ick factor like the first time you sleep with a man at his place and the next morning his mom happens to be there and knows your name well let's
2: take it back even further the first time you ever have sex with this man he paid 12 grand for it and there was another chick there <laughs> like and then the next morning you meet his mother and she knows your name that's too much that's too much
1: i wholeheartedly agree but i think even if he hadn't paid 12 grand it would still be <laughs> it would too still much. be too much <laughs>
2: it would it's just another level i feel like of just way too much yes i'm like poor evie yeah i'm
1: i don't i don't know what i would do in that situation I would probably do what she does, which is freak out and be like, gotta go. Have a great day. And then his mom is like, oh, don't forget this. It has your name on it. And it's her envelope of cash.
2: Oh, God.
1: so she's like, (laughs) thanks so much. And like bolts and takes (laughs) off.
2: No, what a story for the grandchildren.
1: Oh, grandma, how'd you meet grandpa? Well, one time she fucked up at work. And needed to make 10 grand real fast.
2: So I paid to fuck her.
1: And we lived happily ever after. And that's the book. Yes. So <laughs> kinda. Hmm. Yeah. Evelyn freaks out. She goes home. Um, Blake shows up at her place and is like, I'm so sorry. Like, tries to mend fences, and he's like, says I love you again. Hmm. And then Evelyn's like, Cool. Did you tell your girlfriend about all of this? And he's like, No. My notes literally just say, What a douche canoe. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. And then Logan doesn't have her phone number because they haven't been close at work before. So then he like emails her from work and he's like, I need your cell phone number, the one that listed in your like personnel file isn't right. She doesn't respond. And then he like, sends her her address that he got from the personnel file. And he's like, I'll be over in 20. And she's like, don't, I'll see you tomorrow. Like we're not doing this. Mm -mm. And she completely blows him off. They get to work the next morning. She's always a little late to work. And when she gets there, he's like sitting in her cubicle waiting for her. And see my previous comment about
2: creepy stalker awkwardness. I mean, I guess not. I mean, they work together. So it's just not like he showed up in her office. And also, didn't it was long
1: pre-pandemic, so like I think people just like saw each other in offices more. Like <laughs> working fully remote, that would yeah. be unsettling. Yeah. He and Logan ends up giving her this like big project that like she's like a junior designer and she's been like angling to like get senior designer, but isn't there yet. But like normally you need to have a senior designer working with you, mm-hmm. and she doesn't. And he like gives her this project that's a big project for her level. So then she's like excited about it because once again, she's been angling for promotion. And so then Logan emails her and is like, Hey, I need your help with this logo as well. And since you were late, you can stay late. She's like, okay, well that makes complete sense. So I guess I'm going to stay late. Like girl, that's not how that works. It's not, not at all. She goes into his office, tosses the envelope of cash at him. And is like, Here's the money. Like, this is weird. I'm I'm out. And he's like, okay, please stay. We need to talk about this. And she's like, why would I? And he's like, well, because now we're like, if you stay, the the three rules are in place. And she's like, why would I care if the three rules are in place? And he's like, because now they apply to me. So now Um. I can't ask questions and I have to answer all of yours. And I can't come without your permission, I guess. I think it was more for the first two in this situation. So they end up talking and he explains his mom's comments. His brother is getting married in a week or two and he needed a date for the wedding. And he had always been interested in Evelyn. So like he just kind of threw her name out there, but was kind of just like planning on telling his mom like, yeah, she broke up like with me. And so that's why she's not here. And then he's like, it just kind of happened that you were the name I gave. Because I'd always kind of had a crush on you. and then Right. And I see you all the time, so. Yes. And then he's like, what was my look that my mom, that it was you? And like, it made it a little less creepy. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with a little less creepy. But then she's also like, where did you get the money from? And he's like, I got it out of my 401k. The look on your face right now.
2: Logan, that's not just passing interest or, like, a little crush. Ten grand out of your 401k is a big deal.
1: Yeah. was, like, really felt like he didn't think through the ramifications of
2: that. Maybe got a little impulsive about getting
1: laid. But, like, they describe him as being so good-looking with such a big cock. And I'm like, was it really that hard to get laid? <laughs> you, like, you needed to take money out of your 401K for it? Apparently, he did. Apparently. So then Evie's like, how did you know I would be at the club? And, like, how did you figure that out? And so then he's like, I need you to come to my desk and, and write an email. And she's like, okay, this is weird. So, like, she goes to his desk and, like, starts writing this draft. And he's like, you're emailing yourself like from his email and it was called like company computer usage policy or something like that. No. And so she starts like writing this email that he is essentially dictating to her while he's undressing her and fingering her while she writes this email. And it was essentially like, don't use the company computer to check your personal email, even on breaks. And he had seen, when he'd stopped by her desk to talk to her about the project, um, he'd seen the club logo and like pop up, mm-hmm. and he he just assumed she was freelancing somewhere as a designer to make the money. So he wanted to know like where she was freelancing, what she was doing. Looked she was, up the like, logo, violating
2: a non compete or something, exactly. Right.
1: But instead, realized how she was going to make the money, and then he was like, I mean, I didn't want to talk you out of it. I was like, kind of into the idea, and then they bone on his desk. Oh, okay. Yep. And then they go out to eat. That's nice. For stir fry. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You you were so excited about the stir fry.
1: I could fuck up some stir fry (laughs) right now. Honestly, I could usually fuck up some stir fry. Mm -hmm. It sounded like it was like a Mongolian grill sort of place where you like make your own then take it to the people and then like they put Mm -hmm. it all together for Mm -hmm. you. Are those places still a thing?
2: I don't know. I think a lot changed with, COVID and all, but
1: yeah.
2: I am I am highly food-motivated, and so the idea of any kind of stir-fry is doing it for me, if I'm honest.
1: Yes, but I also feel like those places were, like, really big around, like, 05. Yeah. That's why I'm like— Yeah. Like, I feel like— mm, Or at least maybe that's where we got them, where I was growing up and lived yeah. at the time in Florida. Yeah. Maybe they're still a thing.
2: We'll have to find out.
1: So they go get stir fry at a make-your-own-stir-fry place. And then they're like—he's like, I am not really looking for a relationship, but I am interested in continuing to fuck you because that was really great. And she's like, okay, well, yeah, sounds good, but, like, I don't um, want you fucking other people. If Which I'm like, I I think that's a reasonable request. yeah. And so they agree not to sleep with other people, but it's very, like, label-aversive. Although, all right, Hannah, what are your thoughts on this? Because I do, like, when people are like, we're not together, but we aren't with anyone else. And we'd have to have a conversation with each other if that were to shift and anyone else were to be able to come into the picture. I'm like, Mm -hmm. so you're dating.
2: I mean, I think— So when I think of of dating or like a a boyfriend sort of relationship, there's some level of commitment there, and it's not just sex. It's like we're sort of not necessarily doing our whole lives together, but we're spending time together that is not sexual. That's a boyfriend, girlfriend, we're dating situation. So the
1: difference that I think I hear you saying is the the difference between commitment and exclusivity. Yes. Is commitment involves non-sexy time. Yes.
2: Excellent active listening.
1: (laughs) I didn't go to grad school for therapy for nothing. Nailed it. It was for this moment on this (laughs) podcast. I've been training for years, (laughs) waiting for my moment. Goal achieved. (laughs) No, okay. I do think that is, that's a decent description. Yes. So they're like, there's no labels. We aren't going to sleep with anyone else. Um but we are going to keep sleeping with each other. And then, like, the the promotion thing is, like, an ongoing thread throughout this where, like, there's a promotion kind of coming up, which is also why it would be important for it to, like, kind of all be under wraps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in this conversation, Evelyn, like, tells him he's an asshole boss. And he's like, what? Like, I'm not that bad. And she's like, you make people cry with your <laughs> reviews. And he's like, wait, what? And she's like... Yeah. Like, and he's like, have I made you cry? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, give me an example. And so she's like, you made that girl cry. And he's like, did you see what she turned in? (laughs) And she's like, yeah. And so then he's kind of like, well, what feedback would you have given? And it was a little bit more like helpful. And he kind of like realizes he's an asshole. He just proved her point. Yes. Yeah. Because she was like, I would maybe say it's cliche. And to maybe sit down with a designer who has a really different style and point of view is her to, like, see how, like, they would maybe approach it. And he's like, oh, maybe that's better than just telling her it's lazy, shitty work. <laughs>
0: like,
1: you think? They then go back to her place and they start making out. And as they're making out, Blake shows up. Fucking Blake. Fucking Blake the douche canoe. He shows up drunk off his ass and is, like, Hmm. forcing his way into her place. And she's, like, not the time. Like, I have company. And he's, like, I left Amy. I told her everything. And I left Amy. And she's, like, okay. Still not the time. And he's, like, I don't have any other place to go because she kicked me out. And Evelyn's, like, that is still very unfortunate but also still, like, not really my problem. Right. You should have planned this better. Yes. I'm like, you You didn't think that through? Like, you didn't think that maybe you should have a place to go? Like, also, from how Evelyn has been responding to you lately, take a hit, man. It's not her place that you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Not quite the same. I did know a guy who, like, been on, like, a European adventure with his girlfriend and then decided that they needed to break up. And she broke up with her at the start of their flight back to the States. No. And I'm like, did you not think this through, my guy? Clearly he did not. Because I'm like, cool. Now you just have to sit next to the person you just dumped for at least six hours?
2: After spending a year in Europe together?
1: I don't know if it was a year. Well, an extended period of time in Europe together? Yeah, there was some sort of European adventure. I'm like, did she not catch vibes during the trip? Right. I had questions. I had no answers, but I did Mm. have a lot of questions. Mm. And honestly, I'm pretty sure that was 10 years ago, and I still have a lot of questions (laughs) and no answers. (laughs) The questions remain. Yes.
0: Hey there, smart puppies. We'll get you right back to the show in just a moment. But first, do you like us? Maybe even love us? Because we sure love you. And if you do love us, don't tease us. Tell us in those ratings and reviews wherever you're listening right now. Maybe even send us over to a special sexy someone that would enjoy getting smutty with us. Cause you know the first rule of Smut Club is to talk about Smut Club. All right, I won't keep you any longer. Let's get back to the show.
1: Anyway, back to Blake the Douche Canoe. Um, Logan is still at Evelyn's house and is like, what the fuck? This is not chill. This is not okay. So then Logan is like, she's my girlfriend. You can't have her. So we went from dinner over stir fry of like, we're going to fuck with no just exclusivity around mm-hmm, fucking. Mm-hmm. No commitment. No commitment. To now, she is my girlfriend.
2: And, you know, I just thought of, too, I think when when we say, like, girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, there's an expectation for the future. And when you're just fucking somebody exclusively, it's, like, there. this isn't going anywhere. This is mm-hmm. just, like, we're banging, and when we're done, we're done. Or if I meet somebody that I see a future with, we're done. But, like, there's no—there's nothing—we're not building anything,
1: That's also a fair point. So for him
2: to be like, she's my girlfriend, is like, baby, what?
1: Yeah, I'm like, we really took a hard pivot there. And then he's like, okay, so now that you're my girlfriend, will you go to my brother's wedding with me? (laughs) I'm like, this escalated so much over the course of the night. Right. And then they bone again.
2: I'm assuming Blake left.
1: Yeah, (laughs) at some point. It wasn't a Tara situation where he was in the corner. It wasn't a Tara situation. (laughs) Will there be another Tara-like situation? Who can say? I can say. There will be.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a buildup. Carry on.
1: Right. Just not even really a teaser. It's still all in this episode. <laughs> um and then they're like, okay, well, now that we're official, rule three always applies to both of us. So now like neither of us can come without getting permission from the other person. Mm. You the look on your face, I don't you like are it. so not about it. I yeah. don't like it. When she's like, what if, like, I haven't seen you in a few days, and, like, want I ask She's like, you need to call me before you come. No. No,
2: I will not. What are you going to do? How are you going to know? Mind your business. Right.
1: And that's, like, at one point, she's, like, she's talking to Peyton, and Peyton's, like, how would he know? And she's, like, he just would. I'm, like, no, he wouldn't. The How long does your post-orgasmic glow last, my girl? <laughs> <laughs> Just realist, like how would he know? Ugh. Like I'm not I'm not advocating for lying in a relationship. Right. But I'm also like, how would he know?
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. And um my notes then say, I don't really remember this part. I think they don't see each other much because his family's in town, some phone sex. I don't know. <laughs> That's what your notes say? That's literally (laughs) verbatim what my notes say. Some phone sex. I don't know. I think she, like, had to call him to get permission to orgasm or something. Sure. Like, I mean, I guess if it works for you and your relationship dynamic.
2: Yeah, it's just not something I would sign up for. No.
1: There was a book that I was reading recently. Oh, also Nikki Sloan. Now that I think about it. That is a interesting trilogy that we will probably review at some point because it is all kinds of fucked up um but like one of the characters that in I don't there were I think there were like five books in that series the first three were the trilogy and then there were spinoffs but in one of them like the girl's always like you get to choose what I wear to work every day Mm. and he like loved that power and control and like that dynamic really worked for them So, I'm not knocking it if it works. No, I
2: mean, I guess I'm, I, that's, that is just not for me. And that's okay. But I would be very resentful if I had to pick up the phone and call somebody
1: to ask permission. You know, I would be very resentful. I don't want to be their couples therapist when you come in with that resentment. No, awkward. Gottman, the four horsemen, resentment is in there. (laughs) It is. You're so right. You know, oh. I, once again, I think I'm getting caught up on the wrong details of this book. It's now the rehearsal dinner. Sure. Evelyn goes and meets his family, and everyone's, like, really excited to meet her um, because he hasn't had a girlfriend in a while, which we will learn more about in the future. And then after they go to the rehearsal dinner, they end up going out for drinks with Peyton. Um He fingers her on the drive there. And then, like, while they're out at drinks, Peyton is like, could I ever watch y'all? Because, like, Tara back at the club said it's real hot. I'm like, okay, so it's also not, like, a secret-keeping exclusive club.
2: Right. We're not super secret.
1: Secret secrets are fun for everyone. (laughs) Apparently. They're fun for Peyton. They're fun for Peyton. Um, My notes then say more sex. Sure. He comes without permission. That bastard. And then says, since I couldn't follow the rules, you don't have to follow that rule for the rest of the weekend. What a free pass to give. Y'all, I wish you could see Hannah's face here because she hates so much of what I'm saying in this entire review. It's just, like, sad. It's just, like, a, a grimace, almost like a disappointed grimace. I just took a selfie, if you guys need to see it. <laughs> we can put a link in the show notes. Um. Then there's shower sex in the morning. And he had gotten back from a run because he's training for a marathon. And then the shower was really hot. she passes out from overheating, from overexertion in the shower. Okay. That's really... Like, then the scene ends. Like, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And, like, takes care of her and, like, goes and gets her, like, a cold bottle of water.
2: (laughs) So, literally, literally, Nikki Sloan did that as a plot point to be like, look, he's not just into spanking. He takes care of her. he
1: is into her. Right. Like I said... It this book is like a lot of sex with a little plot between the sex. Sure. It's not a it's not Wait for It by Is it Marianne?
2: Marianne Zapata.
1: Mariana Zapata? Or is it Marianne Zapata? I should know because I actually really love all of her books and I've read all of I them. Do it's too. just been a minute. And
2: I just read that one too. Hold please.
1: Hold like her me. books are all plot, and then there's like normally one sex scene at like the 95% mark.
2: Right, and it's not. It's a lot. Um, it is Mariana Zapata. Yep. Mhm, mhm. Highly recommend that one. She's like maybe the we'll slow burn. It.
1: Yeah, she's the slow burn queen. There's not a lot of
2: smut in that one, but maybe we'll review it anyway. No,
1: it's because it's good. Yeah, it's more of like a love mm-hmm. slow burn love story of just like real life things and really endearing people. Very much so. Yeah. Yes. But, yes, that is all plot, one sex scene. This is the opposite. A lot of sex and, like, some plot, maybe 10%, 15% plot, (laughs) 20% plot? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, so she overheats from going too hard at it in the shower. And then that is the morning of the brother's wedding. Nick, I think, is the brother, Nick and Hillary. And Logan is the best man. And he's like, hey, you're going to hang out with my cousin Chelsea that you met last night. I'm not going to, like, leave you just to sit by yourself, right. which is also kind and sweet. Very thoughtful. Um, that is always the worst. Like, when you're, like, someone's wedding day and they're in the wedding and then you're, like, cool, cool, cool. I don't know anyone here. I just am sitting by myself. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I have lots of thoughts and stories. I've been to some weird fucking weddings over the years. <laughs> Evie's hanging out with Chelsea and then this, like, super babe blonde girl shows up and her name's april and then we find out that they're like oh yeah that's logan's ex and she's like oh like one of his exes they're like no
2: the one the one
1: they dated for 12 years damn they started dating when they were like 15 ouch yeah and so then like that's kind of and she's like why the fuck didn't tell me like i'm also like why didn't you give her a heads up also, I no, I say that, but to his credit, when she tells him later that, like, April's there, he's like, wait, what? Like, he didn't know she was going to be uh, at the wedding. I was going to say,
2: why is she even there?
1: Well, because she'd known the brother for 12 years.
2: But what an asshole move for the brother to pull to invite her and not tell
1: him. It sounded like her parents had been invited, and she showed up as, like, she uh, she came with her mom. She invited herself. Maybe it's not the clearest, or maybe it was, and I skimmed. (laughs) Those are the options. Fair. Um, The wedding continues. Evie tells Logan that his ex is there, and, like, he truly didn't know. But after the wedding, they do have, like, a good conversation about their exes, and he gives her some context, and he's like, we were just, like, we started dating really young, and we were different people and wanted different goals, and— I wanted this job that was in the city, and she told me not to take it, and I did. Mm. And it was an hour commute each way, and she gave me an ultimatum that, like, I needed to propose, or it was, like, her the job. And I chose the job. And so, hmm. But also, I guess, like, t- 27, if you started dating when you were 15 and you dated for 12 years. Yeah. I'm not great at math, but that's how math works, right? It's 27.
2: Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not really the one to confirm, but that feels right, so carry on.
1: Two plus five is seven. <laughs> seven. Nailed that shit. That's why we're therapists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, like, she gives some context about Blake, that, like, the timing had never been right, that they had hooked up at New Year's, and Logan was like, well, he said that you told him you, like, loved him at New Year's, and she was like, I did. I was also drunk and lonely, and, like, yeah. like, don't give him too much weight or too much credit. Um. Logan, my notes then say Logan asks her to masturbate in front of him. He goes down on her. They make love for the first time instead of fucking. Mm. Important distinction in smut. In the morning, they have more sex. (laughs) (laughs) He tells her to be quiet this time. Mm. In case I ever want to do something like this in a public place, I need to know you can stay quiet. Okay. While I finger blast you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> my words, not his. Okay. And, yeah, so then, like, she successfully orgasms quietly. That is what my actual note says. And then they're like, oh, like, they're still in the moment. And then she just kind of blurts out, I want you to fuck me in the ass. And he's like, wait, what? Like, like now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, like, like right now?
1: Yeah. And then she's like, uh, you, uh, I don't, well, as as we said earlier, it had been on her approved list at the exclusive club. But his dick is huge, so maybe his she's dick having is huge. some second thoughts about well, it. Well, and she didn't give him the discount when she told him he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, all right, we'll do this in the future. I need to get a few supplies. Sure. So that way it'll help you enjoy your first time. Thoughtful. Oh, so she's never done it. She's never done anal before. Why would you check it? That is not the time to feel adventurous. Also, because think of— We're being adventurous enough. Well, and I also had this thought. What if it hadn't been Logan? Yes. And the blindfold hadn't come off. Yes. And you checkboxed that shit.
2: And what if he didn't ask first or say it first and just went for it?
1: Yes. There's a lot of problems here. So
2: this could go wrong in a lot of ways, honey. So many ways.
1: (sighs) He tells her he needs to get the supplies. Okay. Um, And then drops her back off at her place after the wedding. And then she decides, she's like, I need to make amends with Blake. Like, I'm never going to be with him. I just care about him a lot. I need to clear the air. So she calls Blake to make amends. And then he's like, Amy took me back. I'm going to propose. Actually, I think he he had proposed. But then later, I think, I don't know. It got a little confusing. Amy took him back. And they're getting married. Yeah, but I'm like, girl, want more for yourself. I want more for Amy, and she (laughs) doesn't have a single line in this book.
2: I want more for Evelyn with who she chooses as her friends. This is not a person I would want to be friends
1: with. I agree. But, all right, some, like, question, some context. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have that person in your life that you're like, okay, like, if we're both not married by this age? Because it sounds mm. like it's, like, kind of that friendship. Like, they've been, like, dancing around it for years. They've never been together. And so while I think Blake is a huge douche canoe, I guess there is some context that, like, he really just started showing out at the beginning of this book. So if you're, like, 10 years into a friendship. Oh. Mm. Like if you're ten years into a friendship and then you tell your friend, I'm gonna go fuck a stranger at an exclusive club so I can pay off this debt. And then mm-hmm. he's like, please don't do that. I love you. That like not just saying, not excusing a lot of his behavior, not excusing him calling Peyton a whore and trying right. her to fuck off. Like none of that is appropriate. A lot of things he did are not appropriate. Does it change if you have that much history with them?
2: Maybe. Maybe if if their behavior is completely out of context and like I could see it being like, you know, maybe they're going through something right now and they need me as a friend. But just based on his behavior in this book, I would be like, you are not the kind of person that I want to associate with
1: at all. Yeah. No,
2: I agree just with Just based on the way he spoke to Peyton. Like, you can leave out the other shit. But just the way that he spoke to her, I don't even know Peyton, obviously, and I did not read the book. But I feel very protective of her and he needs to mind his business. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the second book is about Peyton. Maybe I'll read that one. I bought
1: it earlier. I will report back. I have not read it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they make they have this phone call. They make amends. And then Evelyn goes over to Logan's place that night. They, they have dinner, and he has the supplies for anal.
2: Like a Boy Scout, always prepared.
1: Well, apparently he wasn't, and that's why he had to drop her off earlier. <laughs> they do a few shots for... Emotional lubricant, bravery, I, I, <laughs> liquid courage. That's I couldn't think of the term liquid courage. I was just gonna let you keep going to see. what so I'm with emotional lubricant. <laughs> That's so much worse. It's way worse. I literally, I was like, what is the word? (laughs) I was just going to let you
2: keep going. You made me snort.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nothing says emotional lube like some tequila shots. (laughs) Oh, why? Jenna, this isn't a new problem. We all know I frequently forget a word, and then I just, like, try and find it. You do. And fail miserably. Oh. One time I was teaching a yoga class and couldn't think of the word fist, so I said, raise your handball <laughs> into the air. And everyone turned around like, what the fuck? You officially made me cry twice. <laughs> I made myself cry once, and that feels... That's that's a new impressive <laughs> record. Um, yeah. So some liquid courage, emotional oh. lubricant, whatever your preferred terminology is. And then he's like, "All right, go to the bed, get naked, ex- but leave your heels on." And then he brings in all Ugh. the supplies. He has like batteries, a vibrator, um, lube, and leather handcuffs. Those don't feel needed for anal.
2: No, but could be
1: fun. Just
2: I was not, if she checked it off on the list.
1: Maybe that was the secret third item we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, so he brings in all the supplies. Oh. Then my notes literally say, chapter and a half, 28 pages of foreplay leading to anal. Okay.
2: So we know she was well prepared.
1: And they they had a great time. She mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed the anal. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. like, she made a comment about, like, next time. And he's like, oh, like, there's going to be a next time. Okay. Um, what do you know? For his big cock, you do need 28 pages of foreplay and some emotional lube. He <laughs> <laughs> needs several kinds of lube.
2: Emotional <laughs> is one of them, but definitely not the, not only, the only one that's needed.
1: Nope. Yikes. Maybe that's a sponsorship we should go for, like a lube brand. Sure. KY? Yeah. Mm. Maybe a different one. We'll explore the options. <laughs> Maybe we won't. I'm gonna shut up about that now. At work, we we made it past the anal scene, where uh, the anal chapter and a half. We're now at work, and Logan is giving kinder feedback to people in the Aww. meeting, and everyone's kind of like, everyone's a little shook by it. Like, is he high? Yes. And then someone asks Evelyn, "They're like, oh, who's working on like that big project with you that he'd given her at the beginning of the book." And she's like, oh, I'm doing it alone. And then the the girl's like, I didn't realize you'd been promoted. And Evelyn's like, oh, I haven't been. So, like, everyone's kind of, like, starts to think something, like, might kind of be up. Getting a little sus. Yeah. Logan meets her parents. We don't actually see that scene. We just, like, kind of hear it happened. And then at some point, she tells Logan she loves him. He has not said it back. But, like, she's like, yep, I'm there. They go out for drinks with his friends. She stays over. He goes on a run in the morning because he's training for his marathon. She hears the door open and then, like, walks in. after, Like, she'd just gotten out of the shower. And, like, the fridge door is open and just sees, like, some legs there. And she's like, you you going to fuck me in the shower? Are you too tired? And, like, drops the towel. It's his brother standing there. Good,
2: great. Yeah, love that.
1: But that's really the whole scene. (laughs) Like, he comes back in. His brother makes a joke about it. And he's like, Yeah, just let you know, Evelyn said she wanted to fuck you in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) What a thoughtful brother. And he's like, why did you tell my brother that? And she's like, I thought it was you. And he's like, we look different. And she's (laughs) like, his face was behind the fridge door. I didn't know.
2: Why would someone else be in your fucking house?
1: But, like, all of these, like, I would like to go back. 28 pages were spent on foreplay in an anal scene. And I'm pretty sure everything I just described between meeting her parents to dropping the towel happened in, like, Ten pages.
2: So I don't know what sort of scale meeting the parents to dropping the towel, like what it would be used for, but it's going to be the scale that I use from now on.
1: Okay, so from meeting the parents <laughs> to dropping the towel, how would you Where rate are this? are we?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Back at work now because mm. everything goes really fast in that this That is book.
2: between— Meeting the parents and dropping the towels being at work, I think.
1: <laughs> Is that the, the five on the scale, the <laughs> neutral middle? Yes. At work. In this case. In this case. Yeah, you know, it's a very specific scale. <laughs> it does not work for all situations. They're back at work, and then it's announced that there's a merger happening. Uh-oh. With another design company, and there's a new promotion opportunity um, where they're, like, wanting to hire a new supervisor for each team. And so Evelyn's all excited, and she's, like, decides she wants to apply for it. Then Logan, like, texts her, and he's like, hey, let's go to lunch. And he chooses a place that's, like, eight blocks from their office in Chicago, so that way, like, no one will see them. Mm -hmm. And then he's talking to her about applying, and he, like, totally thinks she should and that she'd be great at it. And suddenly he's like, go to the bathroom, like, right now. And so she, like, goes into the bathroom, and apparently, like, one of their other coworkers had shown up for lunch. So Logan leaves, and then when Evelyn walks out of the bathroom, the other co-worker's like, oh, weird seeing you here. Logan was just here, too. And so, like, things are just kind of Awkward. closing in on right. how subtle they they can really be. Um, and rumors are definitely starting at the office, and people have noticed, like, she's in his office more, and she's like, oh, it's because he's giving me feedback about that, like, project I'm working on. I'm like, feedback? Is that what we're calling it these days? <laughs> I'd rather call it feedback than emotional lube. I'm just (laughs) still really stuck on that. I'm so sorry to all of you for that. Um, Logan gives her a key to his place. So, like, things are escalating between them. Mm -hmm. um, But she doesn't see him much because of the merger that's happening. And then she and Blake say that they're going to go get lunch. And Logan is, like, all out of sorts about it. And is, like, not really a fan. Like, he like was forcing himself into your right. place
2: while super drunk.
1: Yeah, like more than just like I'm a jealous boyfriend. He's like you kept saying no when he kept doing it and I'm if I'm not there I don't like don't feel great about this. Yeah,
2: feels unsafe.
1: Yeah, so he's like will you cancel? And so she's like yeah, okay, fine. So she calls Blake to cancel and then Blake is like yeah, so Amy's pregnant. And so then she's like, okay, let's go get lunch. We need to talk about this and process this a little bit. Hmm. So they decide to go get lunch. And then Logan's like, hey, girl, where are you at? She's like, uh, lunch with Blake. And he's like, where are you at? And she's like, sandwich place, pot bellies. And so then while they're sitting there, she's having this conversation with Blake about everything. and. Um, it's like telling him that like, she thinks Logan is the one and like, maybe it never worked out between you and me because it was always supposed to be him. But because I was so wrapped up in you and our friendship and the will they, won't they, I just like never really saw him in that capacity. And now I can. So like, I was like saying all of these things as Logan shows up. Oh dear. Which she doesn't realize. And so then she's like, how much did you ever hear that? And he's like, <laughs> she was like, that was not for you. Yep, and he's like, "I got here around the time where you said, like, our like being in love with me was like hearing birds sing or like some sort of shit." And she's <laughs> like, "Oh man, you've been here a while. <laughs> you heard most of that. Oh no." Yeah. Um, but went well because Logan was like, obviously showed up thinking it was going to be a confrontation and be pissed, and then like, mm-hmm. well, that's kind of a welcome surprise, right? Like you get there and you just like. Hear your girlfriend telling another dude how Processing much she loves you. Love. Right. And so then like Logan and Blake more officially meet in a chill capacity. And then because the sandwich shop is nearby her work, a coworker shows up for lunch as is normal. And <laughs> then is like, oh, like are y'all all here together? And Logan's like, no, I was just asking Evelyn and her friend what their like favorite sandwich was here before I order. And then the co like, let me tell you about my favorite sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, shit, man. Read the room, bud. Yeah, he's like, I really did not give a fuck about your favorite sandwich, but here we are. It was my out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So then after that, Logan texts her and is like, we need to talk tonight. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, is he pissed about the whole, like, Blake thing? But then when she gets to his place, he has flowers and is like apologized for not trusting her and like assuming it was kind of gonna be worst case scenarios. Like once again, things are progressing well between them. The next day at work, someone drops by her desk with a birthday card to sign. And she's like, Oh, whose birthday are we signing this for? And they're like, Logan's. And she's like, What? Fuck, it's Logan's birthday. I did not know this, and I'm his secret girlfriend, and I did not <laughs> have anything planned. So she's like, what am, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And then she remembers Peyton asking if she could watch and is like, that's a great gift. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so decides that that's what she's going to gift him. Um, He had a work thing, was going to have to like, or I don't know, he had something. He wasn't going to be home until like after eight. So Evelyn and Peyton get to his place early because she has that key now. They they do a couple of shots of tequila for emotional lubricant, <laughs> and, and, and Peyton's like, "How how many shots we doing?" and, and Evelyn's like, "Just the drunk side of drunk." <laughs> it's <like the> description. <laughs> Which I'm like, "How many shots is that?" Right. I was like, "I have a lot of questions because I'm not gonna lie, I don't know about you, Hannah." The last time I did shots, actually, I'll tell you the story, the last two times I did shots, both of them have led me to the conclusion that shots are not for me. No, same. Um, one, I was doing shots, not at, uh, I was waiting for my hair appointment with my sister, this was when I was still living in Nashville, and I was at a bar next door to the salon and had had two, like, pretty high-gravity beers And then a dude and his girlfriend came in. I was just chatting with a girlfriend, just having a great conversation. He was a rum distributor and they carried his rum. So he's like, I'm like, like the three of us shots. I'm like, it's rude to turn down a shot in a situation like that. And it's also not like I can be like, sorry, I can't. I'm on antibiotics. That's why I'm only drinking beer. Like there's, you know, like (laughs) it is, there's not really an easy way. It just feels rude. To turn down a shot. Okay. okay. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll do a shot. Um, they, Um, It was not like a shot glass. It was like a— Like tri- a tumbler? It was like a triple pour in a tumbler. And I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. So I down all of it. And then I—it was literally I had to cross a one-way street with no traffic to get to the salon. And I was like, shit, I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> I was so drunk, my sister couldn't cut my hair because I was slumped over in the seat. <laughs> Chelsea. My sister was pregnant at the time. She takes me back into the break room, cuts me up an apple with some peanut butter. I start crying about how good of a mom she's going to be. And then I had to, like, she was like, Chelsea, I have plans. I can't take you home. I was like, that's fine. I can just sit in my car and wait this out. I was texting with a coworker, and he was like, do I need to come pick you up? And I was like, Probably. So he's like, what parking, where are you? I was like, the parking garage behind the IHOP. And he's like, fuck, okay. (laughs) And I don't remember it this way, but my, uh, he's like, yeah, your shoe, you just left it. And then like you got out of your car and your shoe fell out and like in the middle of the parking garage and you just left it.
2: I was like, I have always wondered where those single shoes come from on the side of the road. They are me. (laughs) (laughs) That is how we got them. Like, how do they get there? Why are they there?
1: Um, the other situation was we were having a cousins' night and we were all out. And once again, I think the problem is like I'm normally already several drinks in by the time someone says we're doing shots. So someone bought shots. Um, one of my cousins was like, Chelsea, I don't know what happened. I turned around and you were fucking gumby on the dance floor. <laughs> she was like, actually, she's like, You weren't gumby. You're were one of those like windmen, like
2: she's <laughs> two- use in used car dealership. Yes.
1: She's like, You were a used car dealership windman with your how like bendy and you were on the dance floor. Then I realized I was not feeling well at this club. I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. So I find a bathroom, just sitting in a stall, trying to get my life together, wondering how I got there. (laughs) And then I was like, I just need some, like, I need cold water. So I go out to the sink. and like splashing cold water on my face. So this is my experience of this whole thing. Um, My cousin's retelling of this story is that I disappeared for 30 minutes. They couldn't find me. And I was like, I was in the bathroom. There were two bathrooms. They didn't know. I somehow found the other bathroom. So I'm gone for 30 minutes and I'm splashing water in my face trying to sober up. And they're like, yeah, you're gone. Suddenly you show up sopping wet (laughs) and just say, we need to leave. (laughs) Oh, Chelsea. And my, I- <laughs> like, the cousin that we were all staying with, she was like, say no more, round them up, like, <laughs> gets all our drunk asses together. The one who described me as Gumby on the dance floor assumed something had gone wrong. Luckily, like, thank goodness, nothing had gone wrong. Right. But she spent the entire Uber ride back to the house going, Chelsea, did something sketch happen? Oh, <laughs> Which was very pure and very sweet. Um, I would like to know that was... Almost six years ago. (laughs) And in the cousin group chat this week, (laughs) my cousin was like, I just found a picture from the night. (laughs) And I'm not in the picture. (laughs) Of
2: course you're not because you disappeared into the bathroom. Yep. Um,
1: So that's my experience with emotional lube. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm. And I, yeah. Like the first one I was like, okay, maybe it was just a fluke. The second shot situation, I was like, Shots aren't for me, and yeah. I've embraced that, and I'm okay with that.
2: We've come to accept it.
1: Yes, but Evelyn and Peyton are doing shots to prepare so they can be just on the drunk side of drunk. <clears throat> I was way past the drunk side of drunk, so I don't know how to get there with shots, if I'm being honest. <clears throat> um, then Peyton's like, okay, I'm going to get the blindfold back on you. We're kind of going to, like, recreate the club situation. <clears throat> so she, like, gets Evelyn blindfolded on the bed. And then starts, like, kissing Evelyn. And Evelyn's like, you're my best friend. What's going on? And she's like, I'm just, like, warming you up for him. And she was like... I think Peyton's really been focused on, like, how hot Terry described the scene and has, like, Mm. wanted it in this entire time. So then she asks if she can go down on Evelyn. And Evelyn's like, you're my best friend. And I don't know if that's chill, but, like, this feels kind of good. So we're we're on the drunk side of drunk. Sure. And so then... Evelyn, like, is
2: that cheating?
1: Yeah mm-hmm. yeah, I am my thoughts mm. <laughs> That was just a series of grunts. <laughs> that was not words. And that was um exactly what my mental processing was <laughs> as the <this> scene happened. <laughs> so then Evelyn gets close to coming and is like, "I need to call Logan for permission. And that's when I had the thought, like, you're you're going to call your boyfriend and be like, my best friend is going down on me right now. Can I come? So had some thoughts and questions there. But she's like, I need to call Logan for permission. And like, I need to ask him. And then she hears his voice in the room and is like, ask me what? And she's like, wait, how long have you been there? And he's like, yeah, she was asking me if she could go down on you. She wasn't asking you. So like, he's been there The whole time. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, because she had the blindfold. Exactly. Exactly, She had the blindfold. then she's like, well, I only want to come if you're inside me because of his big cock, you know? Sure. So he's like, all right, scoot up to the top of the bed. And then he just puts his dick in her mouth. And then Peyton is still going down on her. And then he's like, yeah, well, like, my dick is inside you. And I'm like, this feels like a workaround. (laughs) (laughs) But sure. Here we are. Then Peyton asks Evelyn if she will share Logan with her. And Evelyn's like, I mean, it's his birthday, so sure, yeah. But I do have some rules. Three three rules. I know. We're all surprised since it's not the name of the book or anything. Um the three rules are no mouth kissing. Oh, okay. A condom is needed. Mhm. And you can't come with her. You have to come with me. Oh, okay. I really feel like there should have been more rules. <laughs> okay, like maybe that's just like Logan's like, so I can put my mouth anywhere on her except her mouth. And Evelyn's like, per the rules, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay. Um, my notes then say another gratuitous sex scene. Peyton's panties in Evelyn's mouth, so she won't be too loud. Goes on for a real long time. <laughs> Happy birthday, Logan! <laughs> Happy birthday, indeed. Yep. Um, then we are now at work. The following Monday, there's a new project that Logan's like. Does anyone want this? And everyone's kind of like not making eye contact, not really like about this project. But Evelyn's like, sure, I'll take it. And he goes, thanks, Evie, and calls her Evie, Evie, whatever nickname. the nickname in front of all of the coworkers. And so then the coworkers like, ask her about it. And she's like, what? No, like, I heard he had a girlfriend. And they're like, yeah, well, he was sleeping his way through all the other departments. So w- which department do you think she's in? And Evelyn's like, wait, what? Like, I didn't know about that. Uh-oh. Yeah. So at his place that night, they talk about it. He confirms, he's like, he's like I lost my virginity to my girlfriend because we started dating when we were 15, when we broke up. I slept with a couple, like, I think it ended up being, like, three different girls throughout the entire company. And, like, one, it was, like, when she put in her two weeks notice. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, it wasn't as dramatic because, like, everyone had kind of made it seem. Right. And so she's like, okay, I feel better about that. The next day at work is the day that they're announcing the promotion, which Evelyn is assuming she's getting this promotion. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's the right assumption. Um, And so she, like, shows up like, dressed a little spiffier because she expects there to be an announcement in her favor. But she gets a call from accounting, and they're asking about the reprint from the initial order from the start of the book.
2: Oh, no. And
1: she's like, oh, yeah. Then they're like, well, they're like, there's not really, like, a receipt, but it says it was paid for, um, and it was $4,000. And she's like, what? Uh, is, how much did you say it was? And they're like, yeah, the reprint was, was $4,000. It ended up being like... or something like that. And she's Mm -hmm. like, what the hell? So she goes into Logan's office to confront him on this and is like, so I got a call from accounting and he's like, they weren't supposed to say anything. She's like, were you going to say something? And so he admits that like, he lied to her and he got the printer to do it at cost and that he initially inflated the number thinking she would like back down Mm. about the whole issue. And then... When he learned how she was going to get the money, he didn't want her to back down. Oh, So Logan. he just, like, never told her. And, like, ick. Right? And he apologizes, but, like, for obvious reasons, that doesn't land suit. Like, she's, like, still salty about it. She's like, I accept your apology, but, like,
2: that's part of the rules, man. Honesty.
1: Right? I'm like, it's all about the trust, and you are destroying mm-hmm. the trust. And so then he had a lunch meeting that day. And so right after he tells her, yeah, sorry, I lied about that. Also, I'm going to lunch with April, my ex. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, her dad died over the weekend. She's not in a good place. I think it just kind of made her realize, like, she doesn't want things open-ended. She wants closures. Like, that's really what this is about. And she's like, were you going to tell me? And he's like, well, like, after how I kind of handled when you went out to lunch with Blake— I was gonna tell you afterwards. And she's Logan. Right? So then she's like, there's two breaches of trust. Like, it's a double whammy and one one call.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He gets back from lunch and then tells Evelyn, like, they need to talk about the promotion. And so she's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, make sure when you let Kathleen down, you do it quick, you rip the band aid off. And he's like, is that how you would want it done? And like, tells her, She didn't get the promotion because that morning his boss was like, so are you sleeping with Evelyn? No. Because he called her Evie in front of everyone.
2: God damn it, Logan.
1: Right? And so he hasn't lied to his boss because he's like, that'll make it worse. So he's like, yeah. And they're like, okay. So they're like, like, she's still a good candidate, but optically we can't can't give her this promotion. Mm -hmm. And so she's pissed. And like, he's like, yeah. Homegirl accepted the position twenty minutes ago. Like when, so like, just like in the course of like, what a shitty day for her. Like you get to right? work thinking you're getting a promotion, and you find out your boyfriend has been lying to you about so many things. Yep. Yeah. So she's like, "All right, I'm going home early. I don't feel well." And he's like, "Well, where? Like, what? What's wrong? Why don't you? What? What doesn't feel well?
2: Is it your tummy?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Why do you care?" And it's like getting louder in the office cuz she's pissed. And he's like, "I care because I I'm in love with you." Oh and like, dear. Says it very loudly for all to hear. And so then like everyone's like, oh, "What?" And she's like, "I'm still leaving. I'm so pissed right now. This right. is not." Yeah, and he's what did he? He's like, "I care about you." He's like, "I I care because I'm in love with you, Evie." And she was like, "My name is Evelyn." And walks out. <laughs> Good for her. Which I'm like, Evelyn doesn't feel like a strong enough name to pull that move off, but good for you, girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, Logan then shows at her place and is, like, very apologetic. And it's, like, it's a relatively healthy, like, adult conversation. She's like, hey, like, I still love you, but I'm very hurt by everything that you did. And I need you to let me be upset about this. And you can't just fix it. And, like, sex won't just fix this. And I need you to give me space. like. I lost that promotion because of what you said. And he's like, Mm -hmm. well, like, we've all made mistakes. And then she's, like, kind of, like, have we? Well, but also, like, she automatically goes to the fact that, like, her mistake with the proof is what got them into this whole situation. Mm -hmm. And so then he's like, we've all made mistakes. Like, you've made a mistake before, right? Then she's like, the fuck? Like, this is not the approach to take right now.
2: No, Logan. Yeah.
1: And so she's like, I still love you but just give me a few days. Right. Like I just get away space. from me. Yeah. yeah. Like things are kind of tense at the office for the rest of the week. Um, I think it's Friday. I don't know. Logan asks her to come into his office and like, he's not looking too good. And is like, clearly like very upset about all of this. And then tells her like, I'm putting in my notice today. And she's like, wait, what? No, why? Huh? And he's like, well, if I put in my notice, then Kathleen, the girl who had just been promoted, Kathleen will get my job. And then you'll get promoted. To that position, you wanted. She's like, I really love you for like trying to help and think through. She's like, but you love your job just as much as I love my job. That let's not do that. Like, don't be rash, don't be hasty. And she's like, give me over the weekend, like, give me until Monday. And then he's like, wait, give you until Monday? So does that mean you're not coming to my marathon on Sunday? (laughs) She's like, just give me until Monday, which also sucks because he has been training and that's a long, that's a lot of time and whatever. (laughs) <laughs> um, But, yeah, so he's bummed that she won't be at the marathon. So then after the conversation, she, like, realizes, she's like, I don't need the promotion. This job has already given me more than enough. It gave me Logan. Like, <laughs> so she's like, all right, like, I'm over being upset. I get, like, he didn't make the right choices, but I get why he made them. He was trying to do the right thing. That he just didn't do the right thing. Right. And... Intentions were good. Intentions were good. But intent versus impact is a very real thing. Yes. So she calls his brother, Nick, and and he's like, she's like, I need your help with something. He's like, I'm still a married man.
2: (laughs) 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 So Nick is my favorite character.
1: Just like Nick's Nick on the side here. I'm just I'm here for Nick. Nick
2: and Peyton are my favorites.
1: Yes. Um, Evie says that she wants to surprise Logan, not Nick, at the at the marathon. Nick and Logan were actually supposed to run it together, but Nick found out he had, like, a stress fracture in his foot the oh, week before, sucks. right? Definitely a big bummer. And so she, being Evelyn, I don't know why I felt I needed to describe that. It's been the same she this entire fucking book, but I just <laughs> felt the need to explain <laughs> it. huh uh-huh. She goes with Nick and his wife Hillary with all of their signs to, like, support Logan on his run. mm mm-hmm. And um he like sees her there, gets very excited. His goal had been to complete the marathon in sub four hours because the last marathon he ran, he completed it in four hours, two minutes. He completes this one in three hours fifty seven minutes. Really love that these are the details that were thrown in the book at this point. (laughs) I love
2: that you're providing them.
1: I just wanted it to be a, a full, full synopsis for you. And it is. Um because I have a feeling you might not read this one. I probably won't. Um, I read it for both of us. <laughs> Thank you for that. Y'all will have to share with you our uh, screenshots of our text conversation at some points because there's so many times we're like, we'll text each other a book, and we're like, "Thank you for reading that for both of us." <laughs> Thank you for reading that, so I don't have to. Yep. Your country thanks you for your service. <laughs> at the reunion point, um, like after the marathon where like Evelyn's like, I surprised him. He is then like, hey, I, w- I have to tell you something. I don't want to keep anything from you. She's like, oh, fuck, what is it now? And he's like, I bought an engagement ring. And she's like, when did you buy an engagement ring? And he's like, the day you got lunch with Blake. And he like overheard the conversation of like her like saying that she was in love with him and he was the one. And then he gets down on one knee and proposes. And she's like, what the hell? You just had a ring on you? And then she like looks over at Nick and she's like, "You told him I was coming, didn't you?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and just like he's like, "I didn't want it to mess with his head and like fuck up his marathon if he thought you weren't going to be here to support him." They get engaged. Um, I guess happily ever after. There's an epilogue cliffhanger for the next book, mm. um, which is essentially a month in the future. Things have settled down at the office. Evelyn ended up getting promoted to senior designer, so it wasn't, like, the really big promotions she thought she was going to get, but she did get a promotion, and, like, things are going well now now that they're out in the open, and they're like, we commute together, and we eat lunch together, and, like, we don't have to— So cute. Right? We don't have to live in secret. Um, But then, like, Peyton calls her super early in the morning and is like, I'm coming over. Like, it's, like, before 6 a.m. And Evelyn's like, what the fuck? Like, is everything okay? And so when Peyton gets to Logan's, she's like— Logan got me fired. Like, I lost my job. Oh, no. And Evelyn's like, what are you talking about? And, like, apparently Logan has a cold and is passed out on cold meds. So she, like, goes and she's like, hey, babe. So, like, what happened? Like, Peyton's saying she lost her job because of you. And he, like, sits up and he's like, wait, was she working last night? And Evelyn's like, Yeah. And then his phone beeps, and he like looks at it, and he looks at Evelyn, and he's like, "I think I did something I shouldn't have." And that's how the book ends. Mm. And then the next book, I believe, is about pain, but I don't cool. know because I haven't read it yet. Um. So that's so the what, long and the short of it. What sort of rating scale are we even using for this? Is it is it the blindfolds meeting the parents to dropping the towel? <laughs> meeting the parents <laughs> to dropping the towel, um. I think it this book can get different ratings depending on what you're looking for in it.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: I think if you're looking for a solid plot, we're at meeting the parents. Okay. Um I think if you're here for gratuitous sex scenes, we're at dropping the towel. Okay. I think if we're for the overall experience between the two, we're at the office. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like okay. It's a quick read. It's a pretty fun read, but there are definitely scenes where you're like, "We fucking get it." <laughs> like, please stop finger blasting her. Or maybe don't, but like just like don't describe it in such detail.
2: Right. The details unnecessary
1: at this juncture. Yeah, I'm like like I cuz I straight up looked. I was like that one scene, the foreplay to anal, 28 pages. Maybe that's the skill we should use foreplay to anal. <laughs> Four play to anal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. From foreplay to anal, where would you rate this one? I know. I you don't know. Didn't, I didn't rate it. You didn't, but you heard the synopsis.
2: Um, I mean, I guess. Um. Mm, maybe a best friend asking for permission to go down on someone. <laughs> Best friend asking the boyfriend for permission.
1: So is that like a six?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Six blindfolds. So we will include a conversion chart in this week's notes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, we say that to be sassy, but knowing my husband, (laughs) he will probably make one. Um, I don't know what it'll look like, but I'm excited for— for where this ends up. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'd say, like, I'd say six blindfolds. Okay. Out of ten? I don't know how many blindfolds it's out of, but I, <laughs> I feel like six is a strong number for the okay. number of blindfolds, regardless. Six is the number. Yeah. Like, it's, like, one of those, it's, like, 250 pages. You, yeah. You can read it on a rainy afternoon, maybe not in front of your parents. Sure. Um, like, maybe not at a coffee shop. Right. Awkward. Yeah. So maybe that makes it less blindfolds. Mm. Or, you know, if you have the blindfold on, they can't see you reading it. What are you they? can't read it. <laughs> they they <laughs> still can see you. You can't see them seeing you read it. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't read it because you're an Audiobook. Oh, I'm jealousy. Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm thriving today. Um, yeah, so six blindfolds. Y'all let us know what your thoughts are. Um, you have three different rating scales to choose from, <laughs> so choose your own adventure on this one. Yeah,
2: we wanted you to have several options because there's just, you know, there need to be for this one, I think.
1: Yeah, so thanks for joining us, smut sluts. <laughs> um, thanks, y'all. I'm I'm sorry for the... Every time I said emotional lube, I just, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. We love y'all. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. And I'm sorry again. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Next week on Smut Club.
2: <laughs> so that just makes me think of, there's a big boy song. Well, technically, I guess it's Big Graham's. He did it. Never mind. But <laughs> he says, um, she needs a vitamin D overdose. And I do mean D. And that's all I can
0: think about now. That's uh, one of my favorite lines in music ever. Well, that's it for this week's Sluts. We hope it was good for you because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Stay spotty.